0: Hey guys, I'm Alora Rochelle and you're listening to the Align with Alora podcast. This podcast is about purpose for all you thriving creatives out there because I strongly believe you don't have to constantly hustle to grow and pursue your wildest dreams. Each week, I'm going to show up on here and have conversations with you about motherhood, business, photography, and just plain real life. I want to share all the mistakes I've made because I want you to know I've been there before and I'm here if you need anything so glad that you're here today, friend. Here's today's episode. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the show. Today, I want to talk about a topic I get all the time, and I think it's something that we really need to discuss. So when you first start out in your business, or you're like, oh, I want to start something, I want to create something, the first thing you need to know is how to price, correct? Well, a lot of people just make up prices or copy their neighbor and say, "Oh, that's working for them, it's going to work for me." And I'm going to tell you a couple reasons why that is not going to work in the long run. But first, I want to talk to those out there that still have a 9 to 5 or that are managing a couple jobs at the same time. I totally get it. I started my business sort of while I was still multitasking college and I had two random part-time jobs just to cover the bills. And even then I was able to manage my time correctly to where I could give a little bit here, give a little bit there. And I know a lot of people aren't really good at managing time or can't get their mind around it. So I'm going to tell you what worked for me in the past and you can tweak it how it works for you, but just so that you can get an idea of what I did to somehow build it slightly until I was able to focus on it fully. Okay. So the best thing for me When I'm trying to accomplish something or if there's a task at hand that needs to be fulfilled, I take a look at my schedule. I have used my iPhone calendar, which is synced to my Google calendar. So technically I use iPhone, Google, but they're all synced on my computer and they're synced on my phone. And then if there's a task that needs to be um, handled by someone else, they are linked to that through my Google calendar. So I've always had a calendar, I think even when I was in college. Um, One of the biggest tips my dad gave me was either to have a planner or have a calendar on you at all times so that you can efficiently, strategically plan your month and year. Yeah, I know. Really crazy thing to teach a 17-year-old. I was really scrappy. I was always canceling last minute and my dad's like, "Um, you need to get your life together." And I was like, "What do I need a calendar for?" But now I'm addicted to it. So anytime someone's like, "Do you want to get coffee?" I immediately put it in my calendar and then we find a time once things get closer. But if you're able to see for like a month at least, the month overview, you can see, "Okay, I have plans here. I have plans there." Well, Because of that, I was able to set aside one to two hours at least to kind of um, research, grow, plan, and strategize my business. So I would go to school, I think, from 8 to 3, and then I would work somewhere between like 5 to 11 or, yeah, it was a really awful schedule for my first job and then my next job would be a couple other days because they were both part-time jobs so in between sleeping and catching up on homework I would dedicate at least one or two hours to research Um, I was researching photography I was researching what types of photography I was researching what was most profitable I was just researching everything that had to do with the topic that I wanted to do and since I was already making a little bit of money off of it I knew that there was something there was there was something to it so So that is going to be my first tip is to kind of look at your calendar for the month, the year, all the way up into the day and just see like can I afford to dedicate one hour or if an hour is too much a half an hour. Like being a mom now (laughs) I wish I had like two to three hours of unbothered time but I don't. So when Ella was home with me 24-7 I would work in increments of time and that seemed to work best for me. Now the reason that I say that you should set time aside and plan it and be more efficient is because like I've mentioned before, I just don't think that unending hustle and unending research is actually beneficial to you. Studies have shown that because there's so much information to us um, nowadays, we tend to do information overload, which leads to analysis paralysis. And I will talk about that more in depth on a different episode. But basically, that means you can research so much to where you get so overwhelmed, you actually end up not doing anything. So you have all this information, you know exactly what it is to do, but you don't have um, the energy or the confidence or any like any type of mindset to do the thing because you have done nothing but research it on every single angle and you think researching is going to solve it, but it's not. Eventually, you're going to have to take the action. So, like I said, work smarter, not harder. Those are a couple key tips that I have to being kind of more efficient with your time and planning your time. Another thing I'd like to add is do not charge based on what you think you're willing to pay. So this is something I did in the beginning too because... My client is definitely not what I can afford. Um, When I first started out, I was like, okay, my budget as a kid, my budget for a wedding is $400 and that seems pretty good. So I'm going to charge $400 without realizing that based on what I knew and, and my experience and how I was educating myself on end by investing into mentors and stuff like that, $400 wasn't enough, not to mention $400 only paid my car insurance. Don't judge me, but I got into a lot of reckless random car accidents as a kid and I ended up paying for that later. But what I'm saying is you have to kind of get out of your own head and coming from somebody that was in my own head in the beginning, you're not alone. We all think these thoughts and it's totally okay, but eventually you're going to have to get out of your own head, push forward take small steps. I'm not telling you that you have to go crazy, but at least take the small steps that are needed in order to reach your goal. Okay, now we are going to talk about pricing. Oh my word, pricing. Money is weird, right? You make it, you lose it, you gain it, you need it, you hate it. Well, you only hate it when you have to pay bills, let's be honest. But when you start a business, it's so important to know your numbers. Take it from somebody who would look at other photographers and be like, oh, I'll just be above this one, but I'll then I'll be below this one. Like, no, it's, that's not how it works. And that's not how you pay your bills and make a profitable business. Now, I don't consider myself a math whiz. Actually, I barely passed math with like a C plus in high school. It was hard. I'm an English girl through and through. But as a businesswoman, it's very important to know how much money is going in, where your money is going, and if you are able to pay your bills. I'm not sure if you ever heard people say this, but it's often said that more than half of new business has failed during the first year. Um, but according to the Small Business Association, they say that 30% of new businesses failed during the first two years of being open, and 50% during the first five. So what does that mean? That now means that the competition isn't as low as it used to be. So the mindset back then used to kind of be like, oh, long as I'm doing better than him or her? Like, I'm okay, that's fine, I'm making enough money, without actually looking at your numbers and pricing efficiently, or, you know, a lot of people do what it's called market-based pricing, where they look at what someone else is doing and they just copy it, um, without looking into their expenses, their bills, their cost of living, all of these other things. People are sustaining their businesses longer than ever before, and the competition is higher than it used to be. So what does that mean? Again, it means that you must know your numbers if you're going to be in the top percent later down in the road. There are a few questions you need to ask yourself before you figure out your pricing method. What am I selling? What is my business? What do I do? What do I provide? What are people paying me for? Okay, so write it down. Take out a sheet of paper and write it down. Now, I know it's easier said than done, but you have to remove the inner critic and the limiting beliefs that have you think that you need to price super low because you just got started. We'll get into that a little bit later, but let's just write down the basics of your business. Okay, so now we're going to get into your expenses, which is also called the cost of doing business, the CODB. How much do you need or want to make an hour? This is something maybe you can ballpark a couple numbers. Um, What are your business monthly expenses? What are your business yearly expenses? And what are your personal bills? Like, you could be living alone and your only bill is like car insurance or your cell phone. These are the things that you need to have calculated so that you can pay your bills while you're figuring out your pricing instead of just throwing something out there and then saying a quick prayer and crossing your fingers doesn't work like that welcome to the real world (laughs) also please try to pay off all your debts before starting a business because when you start getting credit cards and all these others you just you don't want a whole bunch of debt when you're starting something new and you're trying to flourish it it's kind of a burden so try to See if you can work that out before you even get started. If not, and you want to have all that <laughs> debt, it's completely up to you. But you can't say it and warn ya. Okay, what do I need to make an hour? What do I want to make an hour? So we're going to get a little bit more descriptive than I was for the first question of the expenses. Okay, do you have a family? Do you need to match your current 9-to-5 salary so you can leave your 9-to-5 job? Are you living with your parents? Are you on your own? All those things determine how much you need to make annually. Okay, here comes the fun part. How much do I charge? Okay, so I can only speak on being a photographer. So as a photographer, it takes us anywhere from 30 to 60 hours per wedding from inquiry to delivery. Based on the following tasks, I have estimated how long it takes me to drive and shoot a full wedding day. Um, How many hours it takes to answer emails, um, client meetings, FaceTime meetings, any of those things. And of course, editing sneak peeks from editing the actual gallery and delivery. So those are the amount of hours that you need to take into consideration if you are a photographer or you can maybe use it also as a service-based business. So let's ballpark 50 hours, somewhere in between. So for this example, I will multiply the number of weddings I usually book, need to book, or want to book. Let's say 25 weddings is the average. So 50 hours times 25 weddings equals 1250 hours. Your hourly rate is based on your expenses. So how much you need to make and how much you want to make, we're going to multiply that number now. So 1250 hours times $50 equals $62,500, and that is the yearly income. Okay, part two. So 50 hours times $50 an hour, equals $2,500. So that is basically for us photographers, it'd be like, my starting package is $2,500 for the smallest package, biggest package, whatever you would like to do. Okay, so I don't have a lot of experience in retail or physical products at the moment. um, So I cannot give you a full in-depth knowledge on that topic. But I was told from a friend that is a retailer, in order to make a profit from physical products, you must add the actual costs, the labor, and the overhead, and multiply that number by 50%, which the 50% is markup, and then round it up if you so choose to do. Now, if you are like a web designer or any type of uh, service-based entrepreneur, there's another way to um, do your pricing formula. Let's say a project takes you two weeks to finish, um, and so figure out how many hours it takes to finish that project. We'll just use 50 hours again. So let's say five hours a day times five days, which is 25 hours a week. And we'll multiply that by two because that'll be a two-week project, 50 hours. So I multiplied 50 hours by the hourly rate of 50 bucks that we did before and boom, listed the package at 2500 So it's basically the same type of system It's the most, I think the most important part of this whole pricing formula is figuring out your hourly rate and your yearly income. Now that it's the year 2020, I feel that it's most important to plan how much you want or need to make for the entire year. Um, What I like to do so that I don't fail (laughs) is give a couple numbers. So maybe say, like, my goal this year is to book 10 clients, 15 clients. 20 clients and if you only book the 10 like that's great but if you book all three it's three checks off your list not to mention the knowledge you finally have about your business like how much money it's making how what is your expenses so basically how much money are you losing what is your actual profit what is your net what is your gross all of these things are so important and if you are just the type of person that needs to see a visual and this podcast is not enough for you don't worry I included a free download worksheet for you to fill out and print it and you can go ahead and make your goals there and you can keep it with you or you can keep it in the google doc form that i've submitted and save it in your phone and refer to it if needed but i think it's really important as we are planning everything and trying to launch everything for the new year that you start off organized and what better way than free information like how to price your services So that's it. That's everything that I have learned and how to be a profitable business and not be the couple percent that actually fails in the beginning. I hope you liked today's episode and let me know if you want more episodes like this one in the Facebook group or DM me on Instagram and we will keep the conversation going and I can't wait to hear from you hey there real quick before you go if you liked today's episode please feel free to screenshot it share it in your stories and tag me at laura.rochelle and if you want bonus points and to be my best friend in the entire world it would mean so much to me if you could leave a five-star review telling me how much you liked it leaving reviews helps me get found from more listeners like you and it helps support me so i can keep making free awesome content just for you guys Thank you in advance. Everything that I've mentioned, you can find in the show notes. And don't forget to continue the conversation over at the Facebook group called Align with the Laura podcast, also in the show notes. I believe if we motivate and empower each other, we can always rise together. And who knows, maybe you can pick the next episode on the Facebook group. I'm so excited to talk to you guys again next week and I will see you later. Bye.